Welcome to Wealthy Wednesdays on the Millennium Matters Podcast, where we provide information and resources to obtain wealth. I am your host, Brian Bennett. I'm joined with a couple special guests here. Uh, first, we have Charles Love, CEO of Greylock Ventures. You know, he's a he's a he's a well-rounded guy and a, and a finance guru. Good evening. I'm not a finance guru, but yeah. <laughs> thank you, Brian. I believe you are. <clears throat> uh, alongside alongside me. I have Kenneth James of Brown Mill Company, you know, a fantastic clothing line that's on the rise and captures the real essence of fashion, not like you t-shirt brands out here. Yo, what up? Um, and as well, is normally my co-host, Damir Rose Ginn. Ah, ah, ah. I didn't know he was from Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, he, he might be affiliated with GS9 after that. But uh, what's good with y'all, though? What's good with y'all? You chilling? Yeah, we chilling, man. Did yeah. everyone have a good week so far? We're in the middle of the week. How we tired? How we looking tired? Trying to get inebriated tonight. Oh, so he's on that wave. Well, uh, you know, shout out to Drink Up. Um, ah. get, your, get your Henny Coladas out there. For me, one for ten, two for fifteen, three for twenty-five. Yeah, nah, we 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 got them deals going on. Just uh, just holla at me. Holla at the. You can find it on Twitter. Drink Up underscore underscore. Hit me up on Snapchat, Game Master Twenty Eight. You can hit Brian up. I am Brian Bennett. You know we do this. You so can hit me up too. Hit me on my sidekick four one two five three seven eleven eighty seven. Europe. Hit me on my is that your real phone number? Hit me up on my BBM. Okay. I'm not bougie. You can hit me up. What's I up? I mean, I mean, shout out to Charles. Uh, his his Instagram is is named after mine. I am Charles Love. So you could take that number down. Check out his gram, and if you want to hit him up, hit him up. We also got Uncle Shiz in the building. Sean Morrison, uh, CEO of Morrison Publications. You know, about to drop his first book. Um, you know, this is our first segment of the day. It's called Bag Talk with Charles Love, and we do this every Wealthy Wednesday. You know, so it's 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 a way for our listeners to you know. Gain a little piece of that piece of that pie that they want. You About know? to say wealthy Wednesday, you know, have our financial guru, Mr. Charles E. Love the Third. Am I correct? You got it, kid. Uh, talk <laughs> talk to different you know millennial business owners such as Kenny right here about just their business and you know any financial tips that he can give them. So if you own your own business. <laughs> If you got your own business, you know, whether it's, you know, on Morgan's campus or around, you know, for millennials, come hit us up. Charles can give you the dealio. Pause, pause, pause. That, that sounded wicked. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you, ha- if, if you yourself or anybody you know has a business that they would like to market to the people, to the crowd, to anybody, anywhere, you know, if you want to grow your network, then your network. Just uh, just contact us in, in oh. some form. Um, I am Brian Bennett on Twitter and Instagram. You can hit me there, and I can you know book you a time and a day to come up on here Wealthy Wednesdays and speak to us. Um, yeah, other than that, let's get into the show. Let's do it, man. Come see my network and my network. You right? Yeah. So um, yeah, let's let's get into it. So you know, financial advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, you're sitting on a billion dollars right now. If it's not in your pockets, it's in your head. You know, we all got that. <laughs> it's definitely in my head. It definitely, I got in chapstick head. in my pocket. And <laughs> <laughs> some graham cracker crumbs. That's about it. So, what financial advice can you give to the people out there that's listening, or if anything, to millennials specifically? Especially one starting their own business. Yeah, um, that's kind of tough, especially if you're starting your own business. Um, actually, it's not that tough. <laughs> well, right now, you've got this trend in America where you can find. Uh, startups in 
different kinds of investment groups everywhere. Um, and you'd be surprised. I think the best advice I've ever gotten from a professor or a mentor period was, uh, you'd be very surprised at what you can get, what you can get by just simply asking. That was a, a little quote from my architecture professor, uh, Professor Bridge, way back in 2014 when I first came into Morgan. That was before I switched my major to civil engineering. And uh, I've been actually living by that every single day of my life since he told me that. Um, before I was like, you know, just very shy and very apprehensive about everything and just anxious, you know, and uh, after he told me that, um, I kind of, you know, life kind of changed for me because I, I, I got a lot more confident about everything I did and I adopted this, what's the worst that can happen attitude. And um, if I could give anyone advice of starting their own business, don't be afraid to ask someone to invest in you and don't be afraid to just call people. You know, I still, like I email Rick Ross like every day. I have a business idea. Um, I try to email Jay-Z, is it the right email? Probably not, <laughs> I'm gonna keep searching, <laughs> you know? But um, there are plenty of angel investors out there and you know, when, when you're on your road to chasing your bag or trying to accumulate your wealth, don't forget there are a billion more people just like you who want money. And there are people who have a lot more money than you who have no problem giving their money to you to help make them more money. So you kind of have to look at it like that, you know? And uh, it's not necessarily you using them. It's like, help me help you. Help me. Right? So, That's a fact. Um, with that being said, uh, starting a business, I think you should try to avoid using your own funds as much as possible. Because especially like we're in college, right? I mean, if we go broke now, I mean, it's kind of like whatever. We're already broke. <laughs> <laughs> like you lose 50 and you have $50 in your account. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Like you were just broke last week. You just came off a little chain, so it's okay. Mm. But um, um, I, I, I think, you know, and keep your paperwork aligned as well. So if anyone invests in you, just make sure you have a clear understanding so you don't get taken advantage of. Right. Make sure you got that paperwork, you know, all on the board. But um, I th I think some you know some of the best advice I've gotten is uh there's this kid named Seal Ben Han, who either went to or still goes to Johns Hopkins. He actually invented the world's smallest cochlear implant. Right. What on the street is is that he's a multi-millionaire now, now, and he's you know only a little bit older than us. But the thing is is that you know my friend told me like he's no genius, he's no better than anyone else, he's no smarter than anyone else. He just did the one thing that no one else was able to do, ask. He asked for resources. He reached out to who he needed. And he knew a couple things. He knew what he wanted to do, who he needed, and you know he needed to know how to get it done. So he acquired all of his resources, and after he acquired all his resources, he was able to accomplish his goal and you know establish and work toward democratizing, democratizing um, uh, the world's smallest cochlear implant. It's a medical device that can help you hear and whatnot. So I was just like, wow. You know, if he can do it, I can definitely do it, you know? And what I'm going through right now is that, okay, okay, I have an idea. I know how it works. You know, I know how it could work. I have a decent idea of the science. I know who I need. I know what I need. And I have a decent idea of how much I need it. And all I need to do right now is just simply keep working toward it. That is it, you know? So, and, and I think the one thing that, 
keeps us back and keeps us procrastinating is like this might go wrong and you're just looking at it like I'm scared I might fail you know and even last night I did not go to sleep I did not go to sleep last night because I was up late and I was just bothered like this needs to get done I need to work on this project because what's bothering me is that I'm I'm so uncomfortable at the fact that like it might not work but I do know that I have these steps that I need to go through before I really take my idea off and there's steps that aren't even that hard and I think I'm stressed now I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be really stressed when you know things actually kick up but all I know is that if I want it as bad as I say I do I'm just gonna suck it up and just take those steps you know and uh, we all had a rough year last year. We we lost our brother Marcus, and I actually lost my great grandmother in the same month. And uh, from that, you know, more blessings came through because it changed my way of thinking. You know, I was looking at life now like, okay, you know, whether you're 21 or you're 96, life is short. So just take whatever shots you need to. No matter how scared I may be, no matter how many times I'm gonna fail, because the fact of the matter is, with success, you only need to succeed one time. You can fail as many times as you want to, you know? So that's the beauty of your life. Because if, if you look at everything in the grand scheme of things, no one's going to notice, like, how many times you fail once you get into that light. You failed a thousand times, whatever. I'm here now. What are you going to say? Oh, it got quiet, right? Nothing. So <laughs> that's just really how it works. And... um Aside from the business, you, you, you said you, you wanted to talk about the financial advice for millennials. For millennials, just for regular everyday people like us. Probably the, the biggest thing I learned about financial advice was start early. Start early. I learned about this little magical thing called a Roth IRA mm-hmm. where... Um, Basically, you know, you 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 drop some cash in it, but you have to be working. That's a, that's the that's one of the stipulations with a, with a Roth IRA. You have to be working. You have to have constant income. You drop money in it. You can't take it out, or you'll be fined. And you know, it's crazy. You drop a few thousand dollars in there, you know, every year, and you just keep working. You know, twenty years turn around, and you know, you wake up, you got a million dollars in an account that you weren't even really thinking about. Savings accounts, throw them out. They belong in the garbage. Not recycling, they belong in the garbage, right? Because, I mean, with savings accounts, you don't get any return. You win a money market account. Money market account pays out interest based off of interest of the actual uh, financial markets. So, with those, you have to, and you have to, you have to deposit significantly larger amounts than a regular savings account, but it's just a matter of the you know the potential of your dollars. You know, everyone wants residual income. Right. Everybody wants to make money, you know, while they're asleep. You know, there's high potential with that when you do have a money market account or even a mutual fund. But those are the three big things I think everyone should have. Like I was talking to this girl yesterday and she was, you know, she said she got like three, four jobs and this and that. But I'm just like, oh, my God, like, you must have some money. If you've had three jobs for years, you know, what are you doing with it? You just letting it stack there? How about you let it stack and do something? 
I told her, how about you go to your bank, talk to your financial advisor, and look up mutual funds. A lot of mutual funds, like uh, I know Vanguard has, a, a, you know, an incredible mutual fund program, you know, $1,000 minimum balance, deposit it, choose your, you know, different investments that you're interested in. They ask you how much money can you afford to lose and then et cetera, et cetera. And then you place your bets there. Now you're making money a few different ways. You got your Roth for his long-term big money. You got your money market account for your money just sitting and, you know, gently accumulating much more than a regular savings account. And then a mutual fund that's like trading and anything can happen there. So, and probably I'll say the biggest key to financial freedom is discipline. I think we talked about this before. A lot of times, you know, we're college students and peer pressure is a mother. So, you you know, you're on campus and we love to go to Chick-fil-A, but, you know, we're not really good at math all the time and you don't realize that you're paying five to six dollars at Chick-fil-A. You know, that's 25 to 30 dollars a week, 120 a month, do the math for the rest of the year. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, you know? And something uh, one of my mentors told me about, um, he told me to save one third of every paycheck I see, no matter what. He was telling me a story about this kid um, and his father uh, that he met at Charles Schwab when they were doing one of the little events that they had in Towson. And um, he was saying how the kid started working at 15 and his father made him save every pay a third of every one of his paychecks. The kid's now like, he's 23 years old and uh, he just graduated from Georgia Tech or something like that and he's off in Seattle and um, he's, the company he's working for is paying for his masters but the company doesn't know he has a quarter million dollars in his brokerage account. So since he was 15, he took every a third of every single one of his checks and he invested it. And, you know, that was the potential of his turnout. But those behaviors, are, those are behaviors are, are ones I want to change, you know, within our people. Like I told you guys before, when I have kids, I'm not, the money I save for them, it's not going to be a college fund. I'm not going to call it a college fund. I'm going to call it a venture fund because I don't think anyone needs a college education, right? I mean, you know, Bill Gates dropped out, Mark Zuckerberg dropped out. They don't have any degrees, right? But if you could hire them, it'd be a pretty good idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> right? <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing you could ever do, right? I mean, I may, I may be the one with the fancy engineering degree, but uh, you, you probably want Bill Gates, right? Over me, maybe, maybe not. Uh, yeah, definitely. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole reason why I want I would want to give my children a venture fund is because from you know the you know is even in kindergarten I want to start to even preschool as early as possible. I want to give my children a strong concept of monetary value, right? I want to understand the value of a dollar. And also, I think what um, what what makes kids smarter is talking to them like they're adults. Like I want to talk to my son like I talk to Brian, you know, like like 
you know, what do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? Do you think that's a good idea? Is that a good decision? Is that a sound decision? You know, mm. at a young age, I want to talk to them like that. So as they get older and I give them all this money, you know, as much as I'm able to give them at a reasonable amount, they see it. They're not shocked. Right. And I want to give them these values. And then when they graduate high school, I'm going to tell them a few things. Son or daughter, you can take this money and go buy a fancy car. You can take this money and pay your tuition for the college that you choose to go to. Or you can invest in a con- in a company or you can start your own company or you can just travel the world until you figure out what you really want to do. But remember, the money I give you is the only money I'm giving you and I'm not giving you any more ever again. You take this and you go live and die with whatever decisions you make and there's your fate. Because I think back to it now like, wow, I was 18 years old at one point. And my family and I, we made a $140,000 debt decision that we were not totally aware of. And my parents did that twice. My sister already graduated with a bio degree in 2013, I think, 2012. And I'm just thinking like, yo, that is just crazy. When I look back on it, a hundred grand is a lot of money. People build apps for $40,000 and make millions of dollars. What are we doing? I'm out of state. My tuition, $34,000, something ridiculous like that. And um, I think back to looking at my tuition bills and I see how much it costs to live at home, to live in a dorm. $9,600. We all know the food isn't that great freshman year. So we ended up spending, you know, exorbitant amounts of money on food, right? So that's easily $10,000, right? So I thought back, if my kid was in college and I have this brain now, what would I do? I'll buy a house. I buy four clothes for ten to fifteen grand. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. The, I buy a three bedroom, two bath. I rent out to other two bedrooms to other kids, and before they graduate, I, you know, I plan to make twice my money back, even three if I could. Instead of paying ten grand to someone else to have what visitation hours, bad food, and a twin size bed, and sharing a room with a complete stranger. That is crazy to me. I thought that was, I mean, that was the norm for us, right? That's just what we did. But when, yeah. I, when I really look back on it, I'm like, yo, that is not the wave. That is not okay. And what's crazy is like, I don't even know what that's about. I spent my own, and I was fortunate, you know, I, I spent my whole life with my own room. And I'm like, I go to college and you think that's the come up? <laughs> that's a come up to you? You lose you. It's like oh, you, like that's a come up to you. You're broke now, and your bed is smaller, and your food's worse. That's the come up. That's crazy. That is absolutely ridiculous. So when I when I look back on it, you know, I really want to make sure that you know everyone in this room and everyone who can hear my voice and everyone you know who hears this, you know, a hundred years from now, um, just understands the values that our friend group here would like to inflict upon our people. I think that we need to take better strides strides towards independence, um, more strategic thinking and planning, and most of all, not getting taken advantage of. Not getting taken advantage of. It's crazy. I was I was I was reading something um 
about these people and they you know they're making uh they they made the company eighty five thousand dollars in sales and forty thousand dollars in sales, but your salary is sixty. One of my mentors, he made this comp he made this engineering firm one point two million dollars. They were paying him fifty. This is back in the day. He wanted a promotion, they wouldn't give it to him for what? They didn't want to make him, you know, executive level engineer at this company. And they were just intimidated by him and what have you. And I'm thinking, that's nuts. And what killed me is that he went to another company and did well and they treated him better, right? But I'm thinking like, you only had to screw me over like that one time. Right. That is crazy. And I think we need to we need to get better at motivating one another and letting letting each other know like you have potential. You have it. Whatever it is that you don't think you have, like, no, you have it. You know, you're like, you know, we all have talent. We need to harness it and know our worth. Like, Brian, you learn incredibly fast. You're clever. You know, you're street smart and you're book smart. Yeah. Dabir, you know people incredibly well. You're active. You know, you're you're in a community. People know you. Take advantage of that. School. You got the dopest clothing line I've ever seen in my entire life. I went to sleep in this hat last night. You know? Thanks. I went to sleep in my brown mill hat too. Shout you out to school. You got to. Yeah, shout out to brown mill. And um, we just need to know not to get taken advantage of. Yeah. Seriously. I agree with that. And like really know your worth. I don't think it makes any sense. Like why, like why am I going to let you pay me $70,000? to produce a million dollars worth of work for you. Where do you get off on that? But I mean, I, I, I get you in saying that, but okay, so rather than me working for you, getting 70,000 but producing a million, how do I leverage, you know, more for myself? How does how does one, uh, rather than working with the company, you know, partner with the actual company and then, you know, move towards that, how, how do we do that? How can we do that? Is that even an option? It could be an option if you want it to be. That's what relationships are for. You know, you work somewhere and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to be here. If you have the relationship there, I'm sure they'll be open to partner with you. Mm-hmm. If you had a bad relationship, you're a bad employee, and you have a bad idea, obviously not going to work with you. But if you have a good relationship while you're there, and then you leave and start your own thing and you can actually show and prove like this is mutually beneficial for you to partner with me there's your accolade i think you'd be good there you know i think that's how it's done but um yeah i just think there's just so much to be accomplished like you guys know how i get you know yeah like we we just need to like really know our worth and just get there and be there like really get there and be there don't be afraid, Not be afraid right? <coughs> all right so we got things uh, small i think biggie uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's end this off before we hit commercial break. Let, let's uh let's get your three steps to financial freedom. That's that's a tough. That's a biggie. That's a big one. That is a biggie. You said three steps to financial freedom. Yeah, only, okay. Only three. 
That's a jab, cross, jump shot. It is, but I got the D locked down. Here you go. So I'll probably say financial freedom. I'll say I'll probably put discipline at number one. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say consistency at number two. And then faith at three. Okay, so break it down. I'm pretty sure this is going to like discipline to actually budget. Absolutely. Consistency to continue to budget. Right. And what's the last one? I said faith because I don't know. This one's like low key spiritual because we all could do the same thing, but not everyone is going to come out in the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone in this room could be given $100,000. I guarantee you by tomorrow we won't have the same amount of money. No one will. That's true. So, my faith in securing my financial freedom is making sure I'm disciplined, not just to budget, but disciplined to stick to my agenda so that I can get there. Mm -hmm. Two, consistency to making sure I'm consistently on my mission to do what I have to do. Whether I'm up late, tired, feeling insecure, feeling incapable, I have to consistently keep that inside of me. Like I'm gonna get there one way or another. The consistency of the thought, the consistency of the planning, the consistency of the discipline, the consistency of the belief. Denzel Washington said it best. He said, the law of attraction is how you succeed in the highest light. You know? What you think, you manifest what you think. What you think is what you manifest. That's really how it works. You know, they had a big round table, Denzel Washington and all the other, you know, very wealthy, famous people that you could ever possibly think of. You know, like, they just all have that mindset. And they, you know, number three on the on that road to that freedom is faith. They all had the faith. I'm, I know I kill you guys with the Jay-Z lines, but he said, and uh, on to the next one, he was like, um... <laughs> Shout out to Hove. Shout out to Hove. He said, always knew it would be like this when I was in the kitchen. Like, you know what that means. You're a rapper. You know what that means. He's talking about his old life in the 80s and what he used to do. And even though he was in that situation, he always knew it would be this way. Yeah, he, he always knew, the, you know, his vision. He, he had his vision and he lived it no matter what. Yeah. No, matter if he, no matter what, if he had to lose friends, change his environment, or just not rap at all and do business ventures. It's not about whether, it's not really about, you know, if he's just a rapper it's about if he's hustling. That's his game. Mm-hmm. And that's my game too. And you know, as you know, as of right now, I don't know exactly how you guys look at me every day, but every single day I wake up, I think the same things no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, God has blessed me immensely. I can't even believe I haven't done, you know, even 0.1% of what I want to do on this earth, but I can tell you like every single day I wake up, you know, and it's been this way for years. I'm like okay, I know exactly what I want my life to be like, and I think that way every single day. Mm. Even even though things get rough, even though things get very rough, you know, we, we lose people, we go through hardships, and we got a lot of battles to push through, but every single day, like, even if I feel insecure or down on myself, I, I'm still like, you know what, like, close my eyes and breathe, like, I'm gonna get there one way or another. So, I wanna be the new Robert F. Smith, 
and just be worth billions of dollars and no one knows me. That's, and, that's, you heard, and you heard it here first. That's wavy. That's wavy. My name's Charles Love. I'm the um, founder and chief executive officer of Greylock Ventures, uh, founded in Baltimore, Maryland in August 2017. So thank oh. you for having me, guys. There we have it. That's a wrap. Uh, we'll, we'll meet up back after commercial break. <laughs> Check. Her smile is like a Kodak moment And her lips but it's soft, it was no cracks on them Got a body like a stripper, I throw racks on it And I promise I'ma get her, never go back on it She know that, I be pinning it down, telling her hold that She put my jersey on when we fucking call it a throwback And nigga, we be puffing that broccoli, bumping that Kodak We bout to make it hot in the winter, like where your Kodak But check it, get a check from these records and never blow that I save it and invest in the way that I get my dough back I'm waiting, I've been patiently waiting, these niggas know that It's about to go down, just ask around, I'm like a full flat uh, But back to my black queen, a smooth nigga but she give me cold feet like Nat King Plus I told her that I rap me So I'm hoping that she stay by my side to the flat screen Too long and it'll be too late Don't wait too long and let it get too late Don't wait too long and let it get too late We wait too long and let it get too late Don't wait too long and let it get too late Don't wait too long and let it get too late Check Check. Now answer this, did your last nigga do it like me, baby? Did he do it, did he do it like this? Now did he have a walk with a talk like me, baby? Yeah, I'm talking day job and the night shifts Answer this, did your last nigga do it like me, baby? Did he do it, did he do it like this? Now tell me, was I even really smoking good weed, baby? Cause if not, shut up and light this Once again, this on Welcome to fucking and puffing your own I just pray we got enough of Patron Let's get intoxicated till I'm on this waste To find a space to Trash the place and then wake up and see that nothing is wrong I wanna call you my world Before that I wanna call you my girl Before that I gotta see if you thorough My grandpa told me always go for the eights Because the tens always get the attention I never got the lesson, but fuck it Cause now I'm learning how to treat him like my mama So I don't gotta fuck on everything that walk by me I know a couple niggas really wish they were kind of That's why I stand firm and other niggas move sloppy And God bless the laws that I'm blessed than brought Obama It's gonna take more than Donald Trump for you to stop me I do this for my people, I'ma take them to the palace And leave them with the king with nobody left behind me I opened up my eyes, I can see you through my third And if you wanna ride, come along, stand beside me You'll never go behind me, you my brethren, that's my word Just listen to the lecture, I could bless you through my hobby If God willing, inshallah, I'll be y'all healing I'll treat sick and feed all children I'll appall millions, six foot with no Michael's on And no microphone, still they can hear me from the tall buildings Too long, too late Wait too long, cause it'll be too late. Don't wait too long, it'll be too late. Don't wait too long and let it get too late. If you wait too long, you let it get too late. Don't wait too long and let it get too late. You go right now, you may be too great. And that was Black Queen by Staten Island's very own Supreme Coles. 
you can check out his latest project, The Goat, on Spinrilla. And we're back. Make sure you guys look forward to our, this upcoming Millennial Networking event. It's going to be on September 16th in the Student Center. It's going to be from 4 to 6 p.m. 4 to 6 p.m. is the cocktail hour. And then from 6 to 9, is going to be networking programming and a whole lot of fun fun games and giveaways. Um, Mr. Love, thank you for your your time earlier. Are you sticking with us for the rest of the show or are you out? How, how, how much longer is this show? Uh, it's running time. We, we, we can't really know. I'm trying to keep the show under uh, under an hour. It's, it's at 30, 30 minutes right now. Okay, I'll be around. You'll be around? Sounds great. Sounds great. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Morrison, you here with us or not? You're not here with us. <laughs> Turn me up, Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> nah, all right, so next up, we have Mr. Kenneth James, one of the creative minds behind Brown Mill Company. First and foremost, if you haven't checked out Brown Mill Company, you can check them out online at brownmillcompany.com. Yes, sir. Get yourself a hat, a shirt. Pants, jeans. No, no, no. Just get on and buy everything. <laughs> it's all you, you might as well buy your. I was just saying, just talk. You might as well buy everything, man. Like, uh, I, I have a couple hats. You know, he has some. He has some unreleased stuff that I wish I had, but I have to wait for like everybody. Man, I was else. about to say I'm the only one with the black the uh, brown the man website. TV one on. The website is the key. The key is definitely the website. They uh they do a lot of you know un unmarketed drops they'll just drop things at, at any second and you may not you know be on the on the win for social media to see it done or if you see him on campus run him down for his apparel he got in his book bag <laughs> as, a, as a fact he does have things <laughs> on him at any second but this is not and even he just, take cards it's not even just morgan man this is global like we, we of course we about to be uh syndicated globally soon Heard you know you. <laughs> cash up is <laughs> a thing now i love everything about that yeah right we about to be syndicated but now, Udrick aside, let's get into it. Um, so, Scoop, you know, tell us a little, bit, little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do. <coughs> All right. So, I was born Piscataway, New Jersey. Brown Mill is a clothing line that stemmed from Piscataway, New Jersey. You know, it was cultivated by two, you know, very good friends from back in the day, Justice Pitt and Taha Shamu. You know, a bunch of friends just growing up, trying to find a way to make it had interest in fashion so hey why not let's do it so around like 2009 what's that like 10th grade i mean no that's like eighth grade no yeah 2009 <laughs> is uh i was a freshman in high school 2009 yeah somewhere yeah. Around. we was in eighth grade yeah, my freshman year was 2010 it was like it was like obama got obama was that was eighth grade yeah it was like 9 10 yeah yeah so like we ain't no nine long time ago we started out with like we started out with um bow ties actually. For real? Bow ties was the first thing that we ever dropped. Wait, wait, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, I'm not even gonna hold you. Uh, I need one. If you, if you still got some, I got I you. Need, I need it. Got you. That it. All jokes aside, that's unique. I've never heard of that. We started with a bow tie line. You started with bow ties, and now you're you tripping. I swear. No. Okay. I swear. So all right. So from bow ties, you know, we were just selling bow ties, you know. People that needed suits, you know, like, hey, you come get us you can get a bow tie, you know, like you're selling them, you know, small pop up shops, you know, stands, mm -hmm. different fire. things like that. And then he was like, you know what? We can make something bigger out of this. So, you know, the first, actually, one of the first shirts sampled was the BM sign. It was a, it was a hand throwing mm -hmm. up the V and nah. then the M. That was the first logo. Not the first logo, but one of the first print shirts right. mm -hmm. from back in the day, you know. 
And where's that at? Does somebody have that in one of their collections? Yeah, it's it's uh, at home. One of the shirts is at home pinned on a wall. As, like, long, as long as you still got yeah. it, that's, that's memorabilia. That's a fact, man. So then from there, you know, we started with the hat thing, the brain logo, you know. The brain logo pretty much stemmed from, you know, great minds pretty much just coming together and be able to create something that was genius and in a process, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we made shirts, you know, like different um MTV shirts, you know, from the MTV logo yeah. to the Henny Hendrix. Uh, Yo, uh, you know, I still need that Henny Hendrix, bro. Got you. That bro. That's, that's a legendary that piece. That patch is fire. I'm not going to front. Bro, yeah. what? And that joint was going in like a day. Yeah. They was gone, definitely. I missed that train. I'm going to get the next ticket. It's all, all right. good. But, you know, pretty much, forget or scratch that, but Brown Mill is basically. A clothing line that is stems from is bespoke tailoring. Bespoke mm-hmm. tailoring is tailoring without. It's tailoring from scratch. Okay. It's from scratch. It's not a ready to wear piece. Mm-hmm. Is is everything is from? You don't have to get expensive fabric. It's kind of like just get it and go. You know what I mean? Right. So like, if I stitch some of your pants, I'm not gonna worry about oh this isn't placed correctly. No, we just gonna keep going. And however it turns out, hey, that's the greatness that comes with it. You know, yeah. flaws right. and all of the clothes. All right. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 basically um you know each piece is is one on one one on one custom piece and that's why you should shop <clears> with <throat> us I believe I feel like Brown Mill is a different line from everybody else because <clears throat> we make one of one pieces so your jean jacket your shirt your pants whatever is going to be different from whoever else that purchases a different pair of jeans or shirt you know and me per like. I could have still the same vibe as you, you know? Like, yeah. oh, my jeans are just as good, but hey, we don't even got the same pair of jeans, you yeah, know what I mean? That's a fact, that's a fact. So that's why, you know, we try to keep the one-on-one thing going because no, I don't actually know any other clothing line that does one-of-one pieces. Especially especially not one that's, uh, you know, that's that's ran by youth alone. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's, that's you know, you guys are really uh, pushing the co- uh, culture forward, as I, as I like to say. That's something new. <laughs> something new. Taking over the campus, yeah, and it's taking it's, over the world. You know, like no one else does that. And it's it's it's, it's not your average T-shirt line. It's not. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I they seen the brain on. I was like, not what? even that. They don't they don't just put things on top of T-shirts. Of course not. You know, it's it's a thought process behind everything. And you got to appreciate that. I heard <laughs> it. Fashion, fashion, and you have to really you have to make sure like your clothing is is tangible you know what i'm saying like yeah. you got to give life to your clothing when i put on a shirt every day or a pair of jeans or a jean jacket every day i feel like i'm in a movie or like you know like my sweater is like oh i'm going to go read a book in the library or something like that you yeah. know like my clothes have to fit for a lifestyle that i'm trying to portray for that day mm-hmm. right that's how i feel i wake up in the morning oh i throw some shades oh i feel like jay like like linen you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> something like that like I feel like that's what clothes is supposed to bring out of you. Clothes is supposed to bring out of you the lifestyle of what you want to be or what you're portraying to be in the next 10 years, you know? Yeah. You can do it at any time because you can customize as much as you want to, right? Definitely. At any time. What's crazy? For anything. So basically, your your clothing allows me to be two different people, two that different days. 10 any, different people. 50 million, yeah, split personality. Uh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But uh, honestly, though, this really, really couldn't couldn't have been done without you know two of the greatest creative directors i've ever met man justice and taha like they are just phenomenal you know Mm -hmm. and of course with the rest of the team man shout out justice shout out taha shout out alex shout out nelcy man shout out shout out everybody on the team man yeah 
<coughs> shout out Chris, our video photographer, and shout out Darren. He actually works for ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. multifaceted over there at Brown Mill can do a little bit of anything and everything at the same time. Yeah, that's definitely facts. Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I asked you what is Brown Mill. Did I ask you? Yeah, you kind of answered why I shot with Brown Mill. Um, so how can other brands out there, um, that want to be in your shoes, I guess, because you have a pretty great following. And it's growing out here in Baltimore. It's booming in New Jersey. You know, business is booming. Um, how can, you know, other brands out there increase their following and capture an audience, you know, like you guys do? Honestly, when it comes to clothing, fashion, you know, anything of that sort, you can't worry about, you know, who's going to buy my clothes right now. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to see it regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless, somebody's going to see it. You just got to keep creating. You know, you got to divide and you got to conquer. Yeah. That's really the, the in grand scheme of things. You know, you just got to really keep going. Clothing is not going to happen in a year. Clothing is not going to happen in five. Yeah, because you, you said you guys been doing this for 10 years. and Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Yeah, 10 years. Started you know, t- from bow ties. Yeah. And look where he at now. <laughs> and you got to applaud the dedication and the work that they, because, you know, some people out here, if it doesn't pop in the, in the you know, first few months, it's like, oh, all right, next thing, I'm moving on to the next. Kids quit these days. Yeah, you easily. Didn't even get the time to marinate. You didn't even right. give it time to grow. Um, so you definitely got to appreciate the work that the you know Brown Mill has put forth. And look at you guys on the uh, on that road to freedom. That's a consistency, consistency and discipline and faith, right? Definitely, it's a fact. Yeah, yeah. But, so, so um, try to uh, explain your most recent drop, uh, the Virajo collection. Uh, Did I say it right? That's one of my favorite, my favorite, favorite drops. The beat shoot, you uh-huh. see the beat shoot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. So pretty much, Virago <clears throat> is basically. Like it's stemming like culture, stemming from like black culture from back in the day. You know when we mm-hmm. were kings, we were queens. You know like different, different, different pieces that were stitched onto like pharaohs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like we decided to make all of our pieces like different in terms of patchwork. You know like we did the like different pants that we dropped. We have like planes on them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or you know some pants I have like. I don't know, kente cloth, you know, different thing. Virago just means all in one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Virago just means, like, greatness, black greatness and expansion. Okay. So, like, pretty much that's what Virago stands for, you know. And we just, that, the new drop that just actually came out, man, we got jeans, shirts, pants, anything, man. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Hats, too. Yeah, I'm going to have to grab that black and red when we seen all the day. All right, so... What do you say to the person that wants to start their online but doesn't know how? Doesn't, you know, have any resources, I guess. It doesn't know who to talk to, what to do, how to design. What, like, what do you say to a person that wants to do clothing and can't draw themselves? You know, <clears throat> this clothing line thing starts with a team. You, you, there's nothing, I don't want to say anything you can't do by yourself, <laughs> but, like, a clothing line, you really need a team, man. You know, like. Everybody has a task. So say, if, like you said, you can't draw something like that. Mm-hmm. Hire somebody who can, you yeah. know, or you know, maybe one of your best, like your best friends that was in school that you was in school with. You know, hey, he always had a niche for drawing. Hey, he might be a good asset to acquire to the team. Mm-hmm. So why not, you know? And then from there, it's all about just building together. You know, like what can I piggyback from what he has and expand it so we both can grow for the brand. Yeah, kinda, you know. So like. That's pretty much. You just you need a team, a profound team. I I think 
the amazing thing about your team is that everyone is so dedicated. You can't get anything done unless everyone is on, you know, one accord and you guys play a beautiful sound because you guys create great clothing. You have an incredible look to you guys. Thanks, like I go on the website, the website's clean and I see your guys online. I see you guys on Instagram. I see you guys on your platform. It's like you guys are all on it every day. Like I see you posting and may it be the same hat or different hat several times a day, all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Since I met you, I've known you for a year. You do it every single day, somehow, some way. Yeah, and I see your guys do it too. So that persistency is just, you know, so uncommon and just so special. Appreciate that, Charles. And I, I really see you guys at, you know, Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, just turning up yeah what does it take to actually get on new york fashion week i think you guys are blow up over there (laughs) no i really do i really do new york fashion week honestly if i knew what it take we would be there right now you know but well you do know what it takes it's just not your time yet right yeah right that's true you know but honestly just you got to keep going like i said fashion takes years ralph lauren started in the early 60s i want to say 1967 Mm -hmm. He got rejected so many times. All right, so Ralph Lauren actually started on bow ties too. Like, and they <laughs> took, they took his off the market from Bloomingdale's. Mm. He got his clothes, he got his bow ties in the Bloomingdale's, and as soon as he got his stand, they allowed him in. They allowed him in the Bloomingdale's, mm. and then you guess what Bloomingdale's did? They they copied off his ties and they put him, they put them into their rack, and then they kicked him off the out of Bloomingdale's. And so he started from from the bottom again. So it's really just time, you know. It's just time. Like, you just got to find. Somebody's going to see it. Somebody's going to see it. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fucked up. Shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Ralph Lauren for, uh, you know, pushing through that. That's, and now that's you a tough PA. situation. Tell DJ Clue to drop a bomb on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't um, think anyone really knows that. Did, did anyone know that? What? what? That he started with bow ties? That he got kicked out and screwed over like that. Nah, I didn't know that. But I know that, I know that he... Uh, he I, like, I kind of knew about the bow ties. I didn't know about the bow tie thing either, but I know that he has a lot of lines that he's done, but he's had to like cancel. Yeah. Like he used to um like he used to rugby. do like rugby. Yeah, yo, rugby when he killed rugby, I was driven. Denim and like, supply got discontinued. Denim and supply, yo, I used to, yo, those is my two favorites. They still had those in Macy's though. They probably they still they, have it. They're but not, it's not, not, it's not, they're not doing anymore. Any no, new stuff. Yeah. They right. got it in Macy's. I, yeah, denim and supply is in Macy's, but rug, rugby is like discontinued. Yeah, like discontinued. That is nuts. Yeah, what's crazy is I was looking for a nice little rugby, so maybe I could get that from. What's up with purple label? They. No, purple label just makes suits though. Yeah, okay. yeah. Purple and black labels, like purple labels, just suits. With black labels, like more like the 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 finer cloths and finer materials. The stuff you buy, right, right, right. I'm actually poor. <laughs> I live out of my car. Live in a one bedroom townhouse, all by himself. Oh no! One yeah. other thing, uh, I forgot to really mention about Virago. The reason why we use so many female models during the shoot, Virago, I forgot actually does mean a female warrior mm-hmm. so that's why we use females to portray in the you know to give them so that they females also have a dominant role in this society you know definitely and that's if you notice i don't know i don't want to say all clothing lines are a lot of clothing lines but a lot of clothing lines you see you know a lot of male models you know what i'm saying you see female models of course but you know i wanted to give that appreciation to what females have to offer in this world you know yeah and i felt like you know that collection was just big for the females you know so now let me ask you a question. Um, 
as far as female models, do you have any opportunities for my, uh, women on campus to model your clothing? He was, weren't you in the um, fashion show? Yeah, actually, yeah, man. Shout out to ABC Fashion Show, man. I was we, there. Definitely. We had, um, that's actually, since I've been selling on campus, it's only been one fashion show that I got to so, do so far, unfortunately. Okay. So any other fashion shows that anyone ever has out there or anything, man, just let me know. Contact me. For real. I'm looking for a fashion show, honestly. For real? Yeah. You know what's crazy? I think you need your one own. Is, yo, one is coming up. One is coming up. Really? I'm a, yo, I'm going to try to speak to the person directly, but I, um, he's a, he's a, I have, we have mutual friends. So like He's throwing one uh, September. It may be the 16th as well. It may be. It's, it's like the Roy G. Biv. Oh, um, um, Al Johnny joint. Al Johnny Al Johnny and, and Eddie. Yeah. Scoot. Scoot. Yeah, so I'm going to try to reach Kyle out to him. That. Kenny, you need your own <laughs> brown mill fashion show. Yeah, we can make our, our own brown mill fashion show. Yeah, but we can market our own brown mill fashion show. As students, we have access to any room at no price. That's true. That's very true. All it is is marketing, and we have the uh, I think we the have network. The to, to do so. Shout out! Shout out to Sean Morrison who just picked up the mic. Uncle spoke for Five seconds. You know he he low key. You can grab that back. Um, once again, um, Scoot, where can they find this at? Well, thanks, man, for having me too. Uh, Anytime. you can have me. Um, you can find Brown Mill. <laughs> you can find Brown Mill at brownmillcompany.com. Instagram, same thing, and just order offline. Two, three business days, you'll have your product. <laughs> <laughs> you will have your product. Or find a skinny nigga, light skin, walking around <laughs> with, <laughs> with the with the bleached jeans and the custom <laughs> denim jacket. Definitely. Got him on him. Or I'm on campus, Baltimore, Morgan State fact. University. This Donny patchwork is crazy, by the crazy. way. Crazy. Hold yeah. on. Y'all have not, if y'all have not seen that custom patchwork jacket, that denim jacket <clears throat> that he be rocking. What? All right, so I'm gonna say this, man. Um, you know, is that is that all you guys want to talk about? Anything else? Any other topics or anything like that? Can I talk about nuclear energy? <sighs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna book you one day for uh, <laughs> speaking about nuclear <laughs> nuclear energy. But now, um, you know, let's just end this off on a bright note. You can follow Brown Mill at Brown Mill on Instagram. What is it? Brown yeah, Mill Co. Brown, Brown Mill Company. Company. Yeah. Brown, Brown Mill, Mill Company, Company on Instagram. Yeah. You can follow uh, Mr. Kenneth James at Scooter Peso. The scooter you ride, Peso, like the Spanish currency. And you can uh, like also that. find. You like that, right? You're going to be able to find our podcast soon on Twitter. Um, probably at Millennial Matters. Uh, yeah, well, um, <laughs> definitely. God bless you, man. Shit. Definitely, um, follow follow me on Twitter and Instagram to to, to keep updated about the podcast because I'm I'm um I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do my best and put it out on the podcast app. You know, hopefully by the time that you hear this, you're actually using it on your iPhone. You know, that's what the majority of us folks use. If you don't have an iPhone to do so, I also release it on SoundCloud, um, so we can get you know as many listens as listeners as possible. Um, other than that, uh, you can you can get I am Charles Love for Mr. Charles Love on Instagram and that just some kid underscore underscore <laughs> aka Cashmere. You feel me? That C A money sign H capital M lowercase I capital R Joker and the Jamaican flag, nigga. Bumblecock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, shout out shout out to Eden.